Welcome to the Hook and Ladder Podcast, college basketball picks for January 25th, Tuesday, January 25th, recording it Monday, January 24th. Justin Santu, Colin O'Donnell. Um, weekend to forget for me. Um, you know, you continue to putter along, but Saturday was as, it was as um, let's just call it what it is. It was the worst day of my of my college basketball betting career. <laughs> I'm not, no, it's, it, that's, that's no joke. I, no, I think, no, no, no. When you, you were about to say someone else and, and you changed it to worst day of my college basketball. Um, just a complete shit fest doomsday. Like I was just, I was going to call it doomsday. It was doomsday. Um, like I, I, I don't really know how else I to describe you were about to say it was the worst day of your life. No, it wasn't the worst day of my life. I've had bad days. I've had other bad days and it would be unfair to, to those, those bad days that were like actual, like, real world life dad days to, to, to float this one in there. But I mean, to, to this. yeah, but I mean, like, like, I'll call it what it is. I have no, I mean, look, I put my money where my mouth is. I mean, it was, I mean, you can ask, uh, ask Jimmy, you know, live with me. It was, I was, I was down in the dump Saturday, man. Like, I mean, Rutgers losing was tough. And um, then it was compounded by like, by, by my worst betting day in college basketball, man, I don't even, I think I went three. So I did go, I went three and eight on the picks that I gave the pod. Um, but overall it was not that good. Um, I got, I got the record from Raj. Five and 16. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, I don't want, I really, I mean, look, it is what it is. I know I, I, I just get this out there and I don't really want to spend too much more time on the weekend because it, it sucked. It fucking sucked. Um, the way I'll describe it is when you are a high volume college basketball better and, and I like to bet my edges, you're going to have great days. This is going to happen once in a while. Like, and it's happened. I've had other terrible, there was one day when I was uh, in college, I went 0 and 12. Um, that was fucking awful. Uh, I wasn't betting nearly the, 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 the amount of money that I was now. Um, but that sucked. I had a couple days like that last year. Um, but it is what it is. We keep chugging along and, and, and I'm, I'm okay. I mean, this is why you, you don't bet over your head. Like, I mean, all part of the bankroll management, it sucked and I'm ready to move on. Like I, I, I feel, I feel, I feel refreshed. Um, great golf tournament coming up this weekend. I've got a great golf card that I'm pumped up about. So like, that's, that's a, you know, the sun rises, the sun rises. Um, how was your weekend, Colin? <laughs> better, better than mine. Uh, six and five on the pod. So We'll take that a little worse in person because uh you know now whenever i tell any of your picks they always lose so uh i think like six and seven in real life but uh six and five on the pod five and six on the pod was it mm-hmm. one two two and one two and two two and three two and four three and four Four and four, five and four, five and five, five and six. All right. Two, three, four. Oh, yeah, I was counting the LSU. That's the issue. Whatever. Whatever. So way better than me. I mean, we, we, can, we can argue over the, the mundane figures. I just to make sure I have the numbers correct. Yeah. Where's the, where's the, um, the doc for this? I, I need to put a doc together. I just have it. I just have it on a running note sheet on my computer. I'm 12 and 21. You're 14 and 14. Consensus plays are six and nine. Okay. Rough. Very rough. Rough for me. 
I'm okay with it. I, it's a small sample of what I've been doing, but like, yeah, but you know, it hasn't been good. How did Savant get it? I mean, but like, I'm still up on the season. Yeah, like, I mean, uh, I'm up like you know, like that's the thing. People don't don't realize that, but that's okay. I don't, I'm not I'm not trying to make apologies. They listen. This is what they get. What they get is a pile of shit from me. So I really don't want to. I'm not gonna 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 go off in this third world and be like, but I play do other do well on other days. Like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Like, I'm not doing I'm not doing my job here. I'm not doing well enough. I'm disappointing myself. I'm gonna turn 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 the corner. I'm gonna turn it around. All right, it's a promise. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not here to make apologies. We already, I mean, we're halfway through the season. It's time, it's time to get going, time to turn things around. Um, Colin, any takeaways from the weekend before we get um, into Tuesday's slate? Really good win by Oliver and uh, continue to impress. Uh, although yep. I did think Kentucky looked really good until Ty Ty Washington went down. I think Kentucky's the real deal. Um, big win by the Irish. That was maybe the most incredible shooting performance in the second half that I've ever seen. Oh, all right. No, no, no. Not, not in a bad way. Not in like a regression type way. Like it was, I mean, they made the, like their first 10 shots. Like it was pretty remarkable, which I mean, I, I feel like I've had a pretty solid grasp of this Notre Dame team for the last couple of years. Like they've got very good shooters, like, and they should be like, if they're going to win games, it's going to be because they make outside shots. Like, let's just call it what it is. That's what they are. We got Blake, we got Blake Wesley now. That's the difference between this team and all the teams that have sucked. He, he, 22 he, points on the road. He is. He's a, he's, a, he's a game changer. I hope you enjoy him for the next six weeks because he's not going to be on the team next year. It's all right. As yeah. long as it keeps making me money and makes it to the tournament, I'll be fine with that. Tournament still feels like a little bit of a pipe dream. I don't know. I, th- I, I don't know. The Duke game coming up is going to be huge. Got three, little three-game home stretch now. Got some solid wins. I think Kentucky's going to continue to look better. Yep. Louisville, I think, is all right. The BC loss doesn't look as bad. Got that win against Tech. Um, I don't really think there's any real bad losses on on the resume. St. Mary's isn't great, but St. Mary's a fine loss. There's nothing wrong with that. St. Mary's is good. Texas A&M doesn't look bad. I mean, you're these you're you're right, Colin. It's only Boston College. Gonna have to gonna have to beat Duke, I fear, because that's I, I I think at the end of the day like there's just not a lot of opportunities for quality wins in the ACC, and so when you get Duke at home like I think you got to win that game, like that'll go a long way. You know what I mean? I mean yeah, but I I think there's still plenty of ways to get there losing that Duke game at twelve and six right now. Yeah, it'll completely change the margin for error though. You know what I mean? Look, I'm not. I'm not anti. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I know what you mean. I, I it's, it's, at, it, it, at Florida State is going to be a quad one game. Yep. Um, a lot of the Miami road games. Quad one opportunity. It, it might be. At Wake Forest is yep. potentially. Um, yep. And then you get a lot of you get a lot of solid teams at home. Right, but that's but the but the problem is, is those home games aren't going to be. It's just the, the, the problem is – and Notre Dame is not the only ACC team that has this issue. Like, everybody in the ACC that wants to be on the bubble has this problem. It's a weak year in the ACC. And that hurts. Um, That's why you got to get the Kentucky win at conference. Yes, which they did. And you got to avoid the landmines at Boston College, which they didn't. Boston College isn't too bad on the road. 
what is that quad two no boston college would probably be quad three when all is said and done um depends where they where they finish in the net fringe quad two quad three they would need to no it's not it's not um it's not about the losses they need the wins that's the thing colin like they need they need the wins and like my point is just that there are so few quality opportunities in the ACC, they're just going to have to take advantage of it. So home against Duke is one of them um, at wake. You mentioned at Florida state, but they're like, they're going to have to win those games. You know what I mean? If they're going to win a couple, yeah. they're going to have to win a couple of those games. Um, it's not that every, like in a good year in the ACC, like every freaking game is quad one. Um, like, but home against NC state, like that's, that's not a quad one game. I don't even think that's a quad two game. Like that might be a quad three game coming up this week. Um, but No, we can. You want to keep keep floating on this Notre Dame bracketology? Fight him on the uh, thing. I don't know. I feel like you're a hater because uh, Rutgers is is struggling. Um, Rutgers isn't struggling. Um, we lost to Minnesota. We're we're in fine spot. We'd have a lot of. We'll have a lot of actual quality yeah, that, opportunities see, that, in February. That's what, that's what that's what I think. That's why I think you keep bringing these up. Um, no, it has nothing to do with Rutgers, dude. NC State's net is 114 which means it's a quad three home game um so look all the power to notre dame i mean at the end of the day notre dame has to take care of business Rutgers is gonna have to take care of business Rutgers is not i mean they, they lost to minnesota they're gonna have to win the next three and then we'll see we'll see what happens from there this is not a bracketology podcast um i don't i don't need to keep harping on 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 it um let's get into tuesday's slate all right, I don't have any fucking takeaways from the weekend. It was miserable. I want to move on. Wipe the slate clean. We start with your other school, Colin Richmond. Uh, talk about disappointments. Um, I don't think anybody's more disappointed than, than you've been about with this Richmond team. Two and a half point dogs on the road at Rhode Island tomorrow night. Could it be a spot to go back to, uh, to the Spiders? What do you think? It could be. I mean, on the road, I don't think URI is any good. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, I guess if, if you're going to – if if you really have to bet on Richmond, this is a game to cover. It's not a big game. It's a, it's a, it's against another average team. Their tournament at-large hopes are done. They've got a – they're only playing for – seeding in the A-10 tournament now. Um, so this is this is the kind of game they go on the road and win. Yeah. And they're they're going to be ready for it. They're pumped up. But it's also the third straight road game after playing on Saturday. Um, third straight? Yeah, third straight, road, third straight game on the road. So they've been Traveling a lot. That's always tough to do. Man, I don't think Rhode Island's any good. I don't know, man. I don't know why I waste my time watching this fucking stupid-ass team. <laughs> um, I don't have a play here. Eileen, Rhode Island. Uh, they just lost to George Washington. I think it was kind of a look-ahead game. Um, Rhode Island's really good defensively. They're physical. They're athletic. I feel like Richmond struggles against teams that Hey, Richmond struggles against all freaking teams, man. Like, I don't really know what else well, to Richmond say. Richmond just doesn't have a coach, you know, so that's kind of what happens. 
Yeah, I but I I like the spot for Rhode Island, but like there is so much talent on this Richmond team. I think Richmond's a better team, and I they think are. This is the game where it's not like a massive game for like it's a big game for Rhode Island, but it's not like Davidson coming into town where they kind of got to get that win on the road. This is just a fucking another game against a solid A ten team. These are the these are the games Richmond wins. They get all the hype up and they face Davidson or VCU and get smacked. Yeah. Um, That's Chris Mooney for you. <laughs> Sounds like no play from us. <laughs> a lot of hate there for Richmond, man. That was tough. That was tough to hear. They had high expectations coming into this year too, man. Yeah, they had high expectations last year too. And then everybody, they didn't, they didn't make it. And then they returned everybody this year. And then like one last chance and they suck again. Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah. It's, it's. Moody was fired until he convinced the entire crew to give it one last ride. And they're still terrible. I don't think he ends up getting fired, dude. He should be fired. He's done all, like all told, he's done a pretty good job at Richmond. No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. Richmond is a historically good basketball school. Illinois, Michigan State. Illinois minus six at home against Michigan State. I think the big question is if Kofi Coburn returns from the concussion that caused him to miss the Maryland game Friday night. Um, if Kofi's back, I really like Illinois. Uh, Michigan State just had the big road win at Wisconsin. I think Michigan State's kind of overrated in their own right. Like I think the line kind of stinks a little bit. I think Illinois is explosive enough and um, Illinois just lost to Maryland without Kofi, but like the shot makers on Illinois, the guard play, when you get Kofi in the mix, like I've been on record saying, I think Kofi Coburn's the most important player to any team in the country. Like he, when he plays, like I think Illinois is a national title contender when he doesn't play, like they're just kind of a middle of the pack to slightly above average big 10 team. Um, but when he's there, they've got great guards surrounding a great big man. Uh, it's a stay away for now, but it's a lean Illinois. And if it is Illinois minus six or up to minus six and a half, really with Kofi Coburn playing, that would be a play for me. So nothing from nothing for me now, but that's where my head is on it. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think uh, Illinois is kind of in a desperation spot here, yeah. uh, which I think also means there's a better chance that Kofi comes and plays. Well, uh, I don't know. It's a concussion. <laughs> If he's still seeing stars, like he's not going to be back on the floor. It's not like a twisted ankle. Yeah, uh, but two straight losses. Yeah. Uh, You don't want to lose three, especially on your home court. Yep. Against against not really a rival, but another Big Ten power. Yeah. Off of a big win. Off of a big win. Yeah. Uh, Six is high to lay without um, Without the code knowledge. Yeah, completely agree. But I think that probably implies that he's playing. Yeah, I mean, it does because, like, they're going based off of the analytics. Like, they're assuming he plays, but, like, I don't – like, nobody knows. Yeah, you um, know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't – Yeah. I mean, my, my, my line, if he plays, is, like, Illinois by seven. So, if he doesn't play, it's probably closer to four, four and a half. Like, he's yeah, really that so important. That's what's enticing to yeah. bet on Michigan State if he's not going to play. So, you don't want to lay it and then just hope he plays because then you're getting – one, one point of value versus two on the other side. Yeah, exactly. Um, two games in, no plays yet for it to hook and ladder. Clemson, Duke. Clemson plus 12 and a half at Duke. Um, I've been high, I'm high on Clemson all season long. Um, 
I want to go back to the well with them. No Trevor Keels for Duke, but like the number's just not high enough. I do think it'll move a little bit more towards Duke and close closer to like 14, 15. Um, wow, Clemson, Illinois just opened up on DraftKings at five and a half. <laughs> anyway, Clemson plus 12 and a half at Duke. I don't have anything. Um, I think if it moves further up, I'd be, I'd, I'd be intrigued in buying back on Clemson, but nothing for me now. What do you think? You're finally going to stop, uh, stop fading Duke? No, I've had plenty of success fading Duke. There's this narrative that I don't that I, I struggle fading Duke. Why? Because I lost fading Duke last week. I've had plenty Wake of success. Forest, I, didn't bet, State, I, didn't bet on Wake, I didn't bet on Wake Forest. I didn't bet on NC State. I bet on I bet on Flor, I bet on Florida State when they played Duke. Syracuse. I bet on Miami when they played Duke. I bet on Syracuse when they played Duke. Um, I bet on Ohio State when they played Duke. That's really the extent of, of Duke fading that I've done. So I've been actually pretty profitable fading Duke. Uh, yeah, he said just saying. No, no, no. One, one is one is true, and one is nonsense. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like you haven't you haven't given the Blue Devils any love. Well, I think they're perpetually overrated, and it's tough to ever bet on Duke. Yeah, but they also cover a lot. Uh, no, they don't. This is a misconception in the market. This, that's that's nonsense, Colin. They've been covering. They've been covering at a solid rate. They covered three of their last four. Okay. I don't have value on them. My number's 11. Like it's, and it, it's, it's yeah, closer yeah, to I know. I, I was 10 just, and a half. I was, I was cracking a joke, you know? You, you, do you want Duke? Do you want a piece of Duke here? No, I don't want, I don't want a piece of the Dukies. So then why are you, why are you giving me a hard time for not wanting any, any Duke action? I know. I was just surprised you, you didn't want Clemson action. The number's not as high as I expected it to be. I thought it would be closer to like 14, 15. And then I'd, then I then I'd be interested. You get me you give me a 14 and a half eventually tomorrow. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll ride with the Tigers. Brown Brad Brownell and company. But sounds like it's another it's another game and we're 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 sniffing away the seven o'clock slate. Although Illinois at five and a half, man. How low do you think that thing will go? Depends on Kofi, right? People love betting on Michigan State. All right, moving on. Moving on to the eight o'clock slate. Syracuse Pitt. Syracuse laying four and a half at Pittsburgh. These two teams met at the Carrier Dome a few weeks ago. I laid like nine and a half with Syracuse, and that covered. Um, I think Syracuse is a really tough, pure matchup for Pittsburgh just because of the fact that they're just a, a terrific three-point shooting team. Um, they'll play the 2-3 zone and pack it in against Pitt, and Pitt is not a good perimeter shooting team, but like, I don't know, Colin. Pitt's been feisty at the Pete this year, and they're physical. John Hugley, Hugley inside. I always, I never remember how to pronounce his last name. Um, I think Hugley. He's he's kind of a monster in, inside. They're getting better guard play. Like Jeff Capel's probably a, a, a lame duck coaching, but like the guys are playing hard for him. They've mucked a bunch of games they up. Just get destroyed just by, Clemson. by Clemson. Yeah, well, that was on the road. They've been feisty at home like if you look at what they've done at home it's been actually like moderately impressive they beat louisville at home um they covered against minnesota at home uh they covered against virginia at home uh, or came close to it they covered against virginia on the road there's another team that they played they covered against notre dame at home yeah um i don't know i think Pitt's feisty at home i'm not there yet but like i'm i'm i lean the panthers here 
Yeah. I don't know. I think Pitt, Pitt has been playing better, but that Clemson loss is kind of brutal. They got absolutely destroyed. And I do think Syracuse has a lot more talent than, yeah. uh, than Pitt's. It's also a rivalry game, you know. So big game for Syracuse. They're going to somehow make their way onto the bubble. But no play. Syracuse is not getting on the bubble. They're cooked, dude. Their season's over. Yeah. Well, they, you know, they could win the ACC. That would be very – and then find their way into the Elite Eight, like yep. typical Bayheim fashion. Nah, Syracuse, Syracuse is cooked. Their season's wrapped. I could actually see them making a run in the ACC tournament. They do have, they do have the pieces. There's not, they're not devoid of talent. Um, yeah. Rutgers minus three at the rack against Maryland. What do you think? Anything here from you? Big game for, for Rutgers. Yep. Big game for Maryland. Yeah, well, Maryland sucks. Maryland's cooked. Maryland's not making the tournament. Maryland is not cooked, and they do not suck. Maryland is cooked. They're 10-9. Losses to George Mason, Louisville, Virginia Tech. Yeah. They're not making the tournament. They don't have a – they have a win over Florida and Illinois without – without a – Kofi, but a road win at Northwestern also. I don't think Maryland's cooked. They're feisty. This is a revenge spot for them. Rutgers just beat them in their own gym a couple weeks ago. There's plenty of talent on Maryland. I think the line kind of stinks. Um, like, why is Rutgers only laying three? I think that's that's pretty stinky to me. I wouldn't want to touch this. I'm nervous as hell for this I'm game. Taking, I'm taking the uh, the Knights. Okay. I don't I don't know if I, I don't know if I like that, but I'm I'm pretty successful betting on Rutgers these days. Yeah, but usually it's a good spot. This is a stinky ass line. It just, is a good spot. Just it's warning. Just on the road against Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, but I think it could be a hangover. Maryland yeah. out looking for I mean, revenge. I, stuff, but Maryland has a, Maryland had a massive game too. And they have one day more of rest going on. The, I did, Maryland doesn't have a coach. And they, they do have a Bible. coach. They do. Danny Manning is not that bad a coach. They have good players. Like, did you watch the Maryland Illinois game? Like they're yeah, freaking yeah. talented. No, I know why you're scared, but I, I, I like, I like Rutgers here. Okay. Um, I hope you're right, Colin. I, I like I really do. I just don't I don't have the the warm and fuzzies. Texas at TCU. Rivalry game in Fort Worth, um, at least for TCU. Texas laying two and a half at TCU. The TCU Horn Frogs have been playing some great, great basketball. They beat Oklahoma. Um, they, they kind of they should have beaten Oklahoma State on the road. They let that slip away. Then they bounced back by dominating Iowa State on the road. Um I like TCU plus two and a half. I think they're playing good basketball. Um, I think the line's a little stinky. Like, I feel like, you know, you should be laying the points of Texas. Like, eventually Texas is going to break out. But I'm watching Texas play, and, like, I don't see it happening. They don't have the explosiveness offensively. They don't have the athletes. Like, this is going to be a grinded-out defensive first game. It's going to be an absolute circus at TCU. Um, I love TCU plus two and a half. I make it like TCU minus one closer to a pick them. Like I haven't seen it with Texas and I'm seeing TCU start to develop. Like they defend at a high level. They have freak athletes. They rebound well. And the best player on the floor might be TCU's point guard, Mike Miles. So I'm on TCU plus two and a half. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's definitely a, a stinky spot, but um, Texas's spot was Saturday at home against Oklahoma state and they struggled in that game. They, they were losing at halftime. 
ended up winning by five. They should have blown. They should have blown Oklahoma State out. They were uh, thirteen. Colin, Colin, they were thirteen nothing out of the gate. Yeah. Like what? I, I think I think there's still you, there's a Chris Beard premium, and it's there for a reason because eventually he's going to figure something out. But I, I think this is a really tough spot to do it on the road against a TCU team that's playing really well. Just got that win on the road at Iowa State. And now coming back home against their rival before they have the LSU game on Saturday. This is yeah. This might be the peak of this TCU team, but I I I just don't think Texas should be favored on the road here. Kentucky, Mississippi State, Kentucky laying nine against Mississippi State. Couple injuries to note. Um, Ty Ty Washington, I think he's questionable after missing most of at least the remainder of the game Saturday at Auburn. Um, Mississippi State starting center, Tolu Smith, also injured. I think he's going to miss the game um, for Mississippi State, which I think is a really big deal considering how how strong inside Oscar Shibwe is <coughs> for Kentucky. Um, I think that was going to be Mississippi State's really big advantage that they'd be able to um, match the physicality inside. I don't see that happening without Tolu Smith. My number's pretty much right there. Like, I don't have any value, any edge here. Like, I think Kentucky's really good, but, I mean, they play Kansas on Saturday. Like, it's kind of a tricky sandwich spot. Mississippi State did just blow out Ole Miss. They could be playing with some confidence. Um, nothing for me here. I, I don't see anything, any any angle. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, if anything, Kentucky might be the move, but it seems like a lot to lay against a pretty solid Mississippi State team. Yeah, that'll that'll slow the pace, control tempo, but I don't know, man. Mississippi State has not been the same team on the road also. Like, they've been <laughs> atrocious on the road. Kentucky's been a wagon at home. I, I agree. I don't think there's anything, anything of value here. Like, just com- a complete stay away. Baylor minus 13 against Kansas State. I kind of like Baylor. I'm not going to lay the 13, but, like, the way I'm looking at this, call is like, Kansas State – was had everything clicking, like rolling in the first half, beating their rival Kansas in a huge game by 16 at halftime. They let Kansas come all the way back in, steal the game basically at the buzzer. And now they got to go on the road to play the best team in the country that is like playing really good basketball again. Like kind of feels like a spot where Baylor could go out and win the game by 30 points. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Do you have the chutzpah to lay the 13 though? <laughs> the chutzpah. Like, that's where my head – like, 13 is a lot to lay, but, like – I mean, they covered I, 13 against Oklahoma. They did, on the road. And, like, Akinjo could be back for Baylor. Like, I feel like it could be one of those games where where Kansas State just completely lays an egg and and it's, it's like, 88 to 62. Like, couldn't you see that? Like, like we see I that – Yeah, I, I think, I think we, I could get there. Yeah, do you want it? I'll take it because – yeah. I'll probably end up betting on it anyway. Um, yeah. I think I would need like a 12 and a half. <laughs> like I think Baylor wins by teens. You know what I mean? Well, I, I just think like Kansas State wants to slow it down and play defense. They're not going to always get a bucket. And that's that's where you can really like extend the game at the end is when Baylor, like if Kansas State can't score at the end of the game, that's when you can feel safer about your 13. But if they're scoring – then you can kind of get backdoored a little bit. Yeah. I mean, Baylor's a three-point – I mean, 
Kansas State is a three-point shooting team. Baylor's so long and so athletic, and they play such great defensive ball pressure. Like, dude, I don't know, man. It feels like one of those weird spots. And there are a bunch of games like this tomorrow night, and we're not even talking about some of them. Like, like Georgetown, UConn, DePaul, Villanova, um, Alabama, Georgia, Auburn, Missouri. Like, there are all these major big spreads in um, conference, like top of the conference versus bottom of the conference games. Like, I think there's a chance, like, this is the only one where I, I look at it and I'm like, man, like, I think Alabama, I mean, um, I think Baylor could absolutely roll Kansas State. Uh, like, uh, I think they could absolutely destroy them. I mean, Baylor defends the three-point line well. And Kansas State just wants to chuck up threes with their guards. I think it could be really ugly for Kansas State. Staying away. Staying away from 13, 13 and a half, though. It's, uh, it's just too, too much, too much for me. Pac-12, Pac-12 after dark, Colorado, Oregon. Oregon's been playing some awesome, awesome basketball, laying seven and a half, eight at home against Colorado. Colorado really should have covered against UCLA for us, Colin. Um, I don't know. Did you see what happened at the end of the game? No, I missed the end. Made a layup with 1.4 seconds left to make it a four-point game and then fouled with eight-tenths of a second left. Brutal. I mean, that's just it's college basketball for you. Um, Now they got to go on the road and play Oregon, who is – I mean, playing as well as any team in the country right now. Uh, I'm tempted to lay the points at Oregon, but, like, it's a lot to lay for a team that is, that is like, I mean, how much higher can they fly? Like, I feel like the market's finally correcting on Oregon. Um, my number's spot on. Like, I have Oregon minus eight, so I'm staying away. But, like, my gut feel is like Oregon, man. They keep it rolling. But I don't know. What do you think? Anything standing out here to you? Yeah, I, I like Colorado. Uh, do you? Okay. I think back-to-back pretty heartbreaking losses. Uh, you're still a really good team. You kind of get this is this is your third chance here at a, at one of these big wins. Now that Oregon's playing so well, I just think this is kind of desperation mode for for Colorado. Oregon's coming in super hot, and I think it's just that's too many points to lay. Like these teams are like Oregon's playing really well, but they weren't they weren't great in the beginning of the season. They're not an elite team that is a really good team. And I, I think, uh, I think it's overcorrected a little bit on. Okay. You've got it. Colorado plus eight on the road at Oregon. Um, interesting. You know what I want? I'm going to look at um, post pod because I, I'm going to do a little bit more research into this game because I mean, it, as it is like, it's really mostly first look type stuff, but I wonder what Colorado's record is like at Oregon. I'm gonna look it up right now. Like I'm curious how often Colorado, because I feel like they they usually play Oregon pretty tight. Like even at Oregon, you don't know. Colorado Oregon basketball history. Let's see men's basketball history versus the University of Oregon. Okay, last time four point game. Let me see. Other next times in Eugene eight point game, 15, 28, 20. 13, win at Oregon, nine-point loss. Uh, you know, it's a mixed bag. All right, last game. Last game we'll talk about. Game of the night in college basketball. Bill Walton, Dave Pash, 11 o'clock, ESPN. Can't wait to be tucked into bed with the crazy hippie dreams of Bill Walton. Um, Arizona lane two at UCLA. Fans finally back in the building at Pauley Pavilion after Mick Cronin went batshit and said, this is nonsense. I need – you know, I need my fans in the building. It's ridiculous to my guys, my players. So they made a scene. 
Now everybody's masking up, getting their vax cards and rocking and rolling into Pauly Pavilion. I think it's going to be a zoo. Um, because even if you think about it, like 11, in 11 o'clock start time, and we always talk about this, like in, across all sports, like LA's got the crazy traffic. It's tough to get to games. Like, dot, like for example, a Dodgers playoff game always looks empty when you turn on the TV at eight o'clock. But like, you have to remember that's five o'clock in Los Angeles. Well, this is eight o'clock in Los Angeles, 11 o'clock tip. I think it's going to be a zoo. People loved UCLA coming into the season. They were a top three team in America coming into the year. They haven't really done anything to like dispel the notion that there shouldn't be a top level team. Like think about all they've done wrong this year. They got blown out by Gonzaga. Okay. Like Gonzaga is really, really good. Like Gonzaga's blown out a lot of really good teams. Like they blew out Texas. They blew out Texas tech. They blew out BYU. They blew out San Francisco. Like Gonzaga is really, really good. They lost at home to Oregon in front of zero fans. You know what they also did at home in front of fans? They beat Villanova and covered like came back from 10 down late in the second half and won outright. Now they're two point dogs at home to Arizona. I know Arizona is really, really good. I've got a wild big future on Arizona. I think Arizona has all the pieces to be a national title contender, but like this feels like a really good spot for UCLA as a home dog, getting a couple points. I think they should be favored by a small number, not dogs by a small number, especially with the fans back in the building. Um, they're going to be so hyped and like a chance to just prove like, who's boss. And like, at the end of the day, Colin, like I'm a Mick Cronin guy. I think he is an excellent, excellent head basketball coach. They're going to be ready for this game. Um, I, I think they have the size up front, the wings to contend with Arizona. Like they are, they can, they are right there with Arizona for the top of this PAC 12 and they should not, should not be getting points in my opinion. So I'm taking UCLA plus two. Yeah. I mean, Yeah, I kind of agree. I, I just don't look at what Arizona's done so far. And it, like, I know they're only have one loss and they're 16 or 17 and one. Yeah. And just blowing teams out. But they haven't really played anybody in a, in a tough spot. Their only really like impressive win, in my opinion, is at Illinois. Yeah, that was an impressive win. They came back from like double, from like down 15 yeah. or so. Um, but I mean, Illinois hasn't really beaten anybody either. I got, like I, I think we all think Illinois is really good, but they did lose to Marquette, Cincinnati. They just lost on the road against at Purdue, They're at Maryland. Marquette and Maryland both without Kofi. Yeah, but still, um, I don't know. They they lost to Tennessee. Tennessee has not been they've been good, especially at home. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. Like I think Arizona is one of those teams. I think Arizona is really good, but I think they are weighted right now a little overrated by the fact that they blow the doors off of bad teams. Yeah, bad teams like a Wisconsin in football. Sure. Yeah, that's that's a. I mean, I think they're they're more of like a. Like, well, you would, yeah, but Wisconsin has limitations, but I mean, yes, like, I see, I, I agree. I, I see what you're saying. Like, they're, like their analytics rating is better than it is because when they play an inferior opponent, they dominate the hell out of them. Yeah. That's what's, ha- that's what happens in Arizona. Agreed. And I think this is, they're not playing an inferior opponent. And if you look at the inferior, the non inferior opponents that they've played, right? I mean, they got Colorado at home. Well, I don't think, I think Colorado is an inferior opponent to Arizona. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, but like that—that's like if they—I'd be impressed if they went on the road 
Right. And, and dominated at Colorado. Yeah. I, I think the way I look at it is like the two teams that I, so I, if you look at what's in Arizona's weight class, I think they've played three teams in their weight class this year from just a talent perspective, Michigan on a neutral in Las Vegas, which was a primo primo spot for Arizona. And they won outright. And that was like, their coming out party. They looked amazing. Okay. That was, that was one thing. And Michigan has proven to not be very good. Right. That's yeah, a Michigan, Michigan team. Michigan is what are they? 10 and nine, uh, 10 and nine eight, seven. maybe nine, nine and seven. seven. Yeah. Took care of business of Indiana on Sunday though. Yeah. Um, so that's one team, right? That's a really good, good, good win for them. Good win on a neutral side. They beat Michigan. It was a good win at the, at the time. Looked better at the time than it is now. Correct. Yeah. 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 So that, nope. but like, I don't even, I guess Michigan's their weight class. But right. But so that's, that's one. Number two, they went on the road to Illinois and that was basically a toss up. The game went teetered back and forth all game long. Like e- either team could have come out on, on top at the end of the day, but that's a good win. They went on the road and beat Illinois. Tennessee is the other team that they played in their weight class. They lost on the road to Tennessee. Now they got to go on the road. Now they're favored. They're laying points. I don't think they should be laying points in this game. You want to tell me it should be a pick them? Okay. Like you want to tell me Arizona is better than UCLA and that it should be a pick them with the home court? Okay. But like you're telling me right now that these two teams met in the Pac-12 championship game on a neutral site, Arizona's laying five, five and a half? Fuck that. Like I just don't buy that. I mean, I think UCLA's pumped yeah. that fans back in the building, so I'm going to take them. Valid one. All right, let's do it. Okay, um, a couple others that, I mean, we don't have to break down because I, I know we only really looked at 10, but there are a couple games that I that I, I just want to get out there that I'm leaning. I like Buffalo plus five and a half at Toledo. I just want to, I just want to throw out there that there are other games out there that I'm, not, that, 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 that I'm intrigued by. So I, that's one that I like. Um, that's really it. Oh, oh, oh. And I like Georgetown at UConn. I haven't seen that line posted anywhere, but I think Georgetown can keep it tight. Oh, 17. I think Georgetown can cover 17 at UConn. Just want to get those out there. Okay. They Quickly. Cover against Nova. Yeah, they did. Didn't give it out for the pod though. 17 is a big number, man. Anyway. All right. Quick recap. Colin, you're riding with the ruddy home Rutgers at the rack, baby. Let's go. Big game for the Scarlet Knights. Rutgers minus three, you are taking Colorado plus eight at Oregon, and you are able, you've got the cojones to lay the 13 with Baylor, Baylor minus 13 against Kansas State. Um, You've got TCU plus two and a half at home against Texas, and UCLA plus two at home against Arizona. I am aligned on two of them. TCU plus two and a half for me at home against Texas, UCLA plus two at home against Arizona. Those are the only two plays that I am definitely giving out i just got to do a lot more research and see where the hell i check out tomorrow but that's it for the hook and ladder pod two consensus plays tcu and ucla and hopefully um we can get this thing turning in the right direction as february and march approach right yep thanks for listening to the hook and ladder podcast and uh we will talk to everybody at the end of the next week mr at the end of this week mr o'donnell peace out see you